2: I thought this free agency stuff was supposed to start tomorrow at 6 o'clock. But clearly, uh, teams and players have uh, other agendas, other things on their mind. Because breaking today, we have two point guards gone off of our list. It is being reported that Kyrie Irving will be signing with the Brooklyn Nets, verbally committing tomorrow a four-year deal worth $141 million. Kyrie to the Nets. You know, we've been hearing that smoke for a couple weeks now. A couple weeks now. No surprise. You know, I see a lot of guys in the chat say no surprise. Uh, salute to my guys in the chat coming in here. Definitely no surprise on that. Kyrie going to Brooklyn. Local kid from New Jersey. Grew up a Nets fan. Looks like Kyrie's going to go play for uh, his hometown team. You know, quote-unquote. Uh, also, Kemba, another hometown kid. Kemba Walker is on the move. He will be signing a four-year $141 million deal with the Boston Celtics taking Kyrie's place. How you guys feel about that, man? How, how do you guys feel about that, man? You know, listen, I, uh, obviously as two homegrown talents, I would have loved to have seen it. You know, I would have loved to have seen these guys in Nick uniforms, you know, they chose to go another route. But I think my immediate reaction is, you know, the fact that we couldn't even get a meeting with these guys. I mean, what does that say to you? You know, the fact that we couldn't even get a meeting with these guys. I think that's the most disappointing thing to me is how early these decisions were made. Yes, both the Celtics and the Nets are in positions to compete and and go to the playoffs. And and they have a much more ready team to to do that. So in that regard, you know, you can't blame them. But, you know, I would have loved to have had a a chance to to speak to these guys, especially Kemper. But, you know, it, it is what it is, man. But... That that's the news for this Saturday. What do you guys think about it? Salute to everybody in my YouTube chat. My YouTube guys are in here. Salute to everybody on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, wherever you guys are watching from. I told you guys, man, once free agency kicks off, I'm coming live whenever I can. We gotta talk about this. We gotta get some reactions in here. So um so let's talk. And the phone lines are up. I'm only coming I'm only staying on for a couple minutes here and there, maybe about twenty minutes, but the phone lines are up. And uh, the first person we're gonna go to is Scott from Jersey. Scott, how you how you feeling about this, man? What's what's your takes right now?
3: I mean, it's not looking great for us yeah. as Nick fans. Katie, Kitty and uh, Kawhi, I'm hearing now, was picking up steam. I could I could still see Katie coming for some reason, but that's not even what I want to talk about mm-hmm. it's, it's still a long shot. Yeah, there's a bunch of players that we could sign. There's Tobias Harris, Nikola Vucevic. Mm-hmm. Um, Julius Randle, DeAndre Jordan, mm-hmm. a bunch of players. You could sign at decent deals. Try to get them two-year deals with a third-team option. We could, there, they could be trade bait later down the line for you know a player like uh, like Dame if he gets you know if he wants out of Portland. You know, give them and you know some draft picks or you know or Kevin Knox, whoever. Yeah, but. They they will still they will still be competitive around the young core. We can't tank this year. You know what I mean? No. Whether we got to put you know all the guys are dogs at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. They're gonna want to win. We can't. You know, we can't let these kids keep forming bad habits and trying to create for themselves. They they gotta get used to the NBA game, like how it actually is, not when you're getting smothered all the time. Yeah. So let these kids, you know, win thirty games. If they win thirty games, I, I'm proud. Shit. If R.J. Barrett uh, scores 20 points a game and knocks 17, I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? That's, that's yeah. improvement over into the second year. No, they, I hear, I hear you, man. I first. hear you. R- I mean, I mean, R.J. T- R- Barrett's still supposed to be going into college this year at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what he, I mean? He, he, he reclassed. So, there's – knock is still 19. He's got to go into his second year. That's That's insane.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I mean, listen, you, you made you made some it. good points. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stressing. Don't get me wrong, I'm not stressing, but I, no, I, I I'm, just, I'm, you know, not
3: you, I'm telling the fans.
2: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The
3: fans are yeah. gonna cry tomorrow because yeah, LA is gonna get their man. Uh, Clippers, are, Clippers are, might be a really good team next year. They might well.
2: Everybody. Can't, can't sleep on the Clippers. Like I said earlier, man, you gotta respect Jerry West when he's sitting across from you at the table. Clearly, Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant are by even giving the Clippers a meeting. So you know he's he's got he's got to be respected. He, he's a force to Kyrie, be reckoned with.
3: Fact: Kyrie's already committing to Brooklyn, and Kevin Durant saying he's taking his time. That means a lot. It
2: means a lot. It it means a like, lot. And, I, and that, I'm just I'm reading yeah, that, a, a yeah, um
3: that was that was a package this whole
2: time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm reading a uh, uh um an article from Begley here. He says that uh, several executives monitoring the Durant situation don't believe. KD would be interested in being seen as someone who followed another player to a team. So take it for what you, for for what you yeah, will. No. For what you will, you know, I don't know, you know that. The, but that means to me that we're still in the KD show. mix.
3: Oh, we're absolutely in the KD mix. If he's not following uh, him to Brooklyn right away, everyone's in the mix. Yeah, I I agree. You know man. what I mean. Everywhere. He can go to he he, he could go to the Clippers. He can, he can really—he could stay in and Golden and say so, too. Yeah,
2: absolutely. It's,
3: it it really—it's ha- crazy. That's, this is the weirdest one
2: because no one knows. <laughs> no one. one knows, man. No one knows. And appreciate the call, Scott. I told—I told, I told uh, my Twitter chat. I said I'm going live, man. We got to talk about this. Scott was like, "Yo, I'm calling up right away." So shout out to Scott, man, for for uh, being the first caller. We got a couple calls in the queue. So if you guys want to call in, give your reactions to this. Definitely call in. Um, you know, I'm not going to stay on for too, too long, but you know, definitely want to recap with you guys. But you know, he, he he made a good point. Katie is still in play, even if this Kyrie news to to Brooklyn shakes through. And I know CP the artist in the chat said, "How is this happening before tomorrow?" I mean, listen, these guys have been negotiating for long time. You know, um, and the the reports are simply just reports. Nothing is is confirmed, obviously. Um, you know, they they typically word it like they're motivated towards a deal or they're confident that they'll reach a deal. So that, that's how they're wording it, but it's happening. It's happening. Kyrie's going to Brooklyn and, uh, Kemba's going to Boston. Kemba's going to replace him in Boston. You know, Kemba's going to replace him in Boston. So according to Woj, four year, $141 million deal. That's the most that either one can get with their respective teams. That is the max deal. For a player that uh, wh- whose bird rights aren't retained by that team, so you know, hey, good good luck to him. But yeah, I, I see I seen the Isola stuff. You know, Isola wants to indicate that you know the fact that Kemba and and Kyrie didn't didn't even give the Knicks a meeting. It, I you know he's trying to insinuate that obviously it's a culture issue, obviously it's a Dolan issue. I don't necessarily see it as a case. I just think. You know, with Kyrie, it's probably that's his team. That's his childhood team. He wants to go play for them. And and with Kemba and Kyrie, they want to go play in the playoffs. They want to contend now. They don't want to wait. They don't want to wait. You know, Kyrie's top clock is ticking. Kemba's clock is ticking. They want to be in the mix right now. And I think the KD thing, again, the KD injury, again, changed everything. Not to say that they would have definitely came and not to say that KD's definitely going to come. But I'm saying just in terms of taking a meeting with us. I think those are those are certainly factors. And we're going to talk about that with Moke Hamilton tomorrow, 6 p.m. at the kickoff of Free Agency. That's a Free Agency kickoff show. We'll talk to Moke Hamilton from The Athletic about it, get his thoughts on it, see what he's hearing. You know, Moke is very much plugged into the beat. So we'll see, man. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely see. You know, so I, I don't think it's that. And then on top of that, you know, Tommy Beer kind of clapped back at the, at the insinuation that you know, Isola was making about the Knicks and he's saying, well, if they're getting a meeting with two of the best players in the, in the sport, you know, th- I, I, then it's not really an indication of, of the management of the culture. I think it's just these two guys wanted to to play for ready-made teams right now. And these two teams are ready to compete in the playoffs. So I, I can't knock them for that. I can't knock them for that. All right, let's see who else. Um, Michael from Jersey, he says he's interested in D-Lo and some one-year deals. Michael, how you feeling, bro?
4: How you doing, my man? Good, good. Uh, big fan, CP. I just wanted to touch on a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you don't necessarily uh, want D-Lo. I've heard you talk about that. And I'm not the biggest fan of uh, bringing in on a four-year max, but I thought... You know, I don't think he'd accept it, but maybe we should you know, if we if we strike out, maybe we should consider, you know, offering him a two year match or something. I doubt he'd accept it. But what I'm more interested in is I heard he was meeting with the Wolves. If that's the case, I want Teague, and I want Dang and I want their first round pick, you know, if possible. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I don't know how the money would work out for that. But real quickly I was just mm-hmm. wondering, what 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 do you want us to do if we do strike out top of What
2: do you want us to do? Well, here's the thing, and, and um, you know, you make your points on D'Lo. And the first thing on D'Lo, um, he's got a he's got a competitive market, man. There's teams after him. You got to count on Phoenix is after him. The Pacers are after him. The Timberwolves are certainly after him. The Knicks are certainly interested. Who knows what? Maybe Dallas might be interested because you know, they were they were interested in Kemba. So um, you know, I would. It, it's just all on the price. Obviously, I don't want to give this dude a max deal. But, you know, with this with the competition out there, you just might have to. And that, that's what I'm afraid of because you still have to spend 90% of the cap. You know, you still have to spend right. 90% of the cap. What I would try to do at, at this point, I mean, I'm still going to try to give KD that, that money. And and if they get lucky with Kawhi Leonard, obviously it's a long shot, that's a moonshot. Those would be my, my primary targets, obviously. If that doesn't happen.
4: So you wouldn't sign another max player with KD? You, if it's not if it's to not Kawhi it, right? eh, no.
2: Butler. No. If it's if it's not Kawhi Leonard, I wouldn't do it. I would try to go for cheaper, right. shorter deals. Um that would still make this team competitive and to still, you know, hope that they get ready for that when K D does come back, they can be ready to make a make a playoff uh push. You know. I like I said, I'm I'm not out on D it's just the price. How much are we willing to, to spend on this guy? I don't see him as a max player. I wouldn't give him a max contract. If we can get him on the cheap, sure. You know, if we can get him on the cheap, sure. But if Would not... Would you give
4: him max money for two years?
2: Yeah, probably. And be ready
4: for 2021. Probably, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'd probably give him max money for two years. I'd give it to him for two years.
4: Okay, and that's what I wanted the Knicks to
2: maybe do. At least offer him that. Give him
4: the chance to stay in New York. Maybe yeah. he would consider. I don't know, you yeah.
2: know. But Laker, you know, Lakers are another team. Wondering. They said Lakers are after them, so that's the thing. Delo's market is right. going to be very competitive, man. Delo's market is going to be right very early, competitive, man. man. So let's see.
4: Let's, it's still early. I it's know, still it's early. It's but... kind of frustrating, as I'm yeah. saying, to sit back and bite the ball again. I, I, I It's I the right you, thing
2: to do then, I guess. I hear you, man. I'm, yep. I'm in the same boat with All you right. guys, All right, thanks man. so much. Yeah, pre- appreciate it, Michael. Appreciate it, man. Listen, I'm, I'm in the boat with you guys, man, even though... You know, we know when we're not at that level yet. We're not necessarily ready yet to compete. Um, listen, we wanna win. We wanna win in free agency, we wanna win games, we wanna win everything, man. So it's still one of those things. You're like, damn, you know, I, I wanted to be in it to win it. What do you what do you guys in the chat think about what Michael was posing in terms of D Lo? Would you be willing to offer him a full deal, a partial deal? You know, what what do you think about D Lo? Easy win says too expensive. I agree with that. He's gonna be too expensive. Um, because there's so many teams after him, you know, there's, there's so many teams after D-Lo, uh, let's see who else is talking about D-Lo here, Mitchell Prince says he would love D-Lo, okay, Gary Singh says someone's gonna give D-Lo the max, I believe so, I believe so, Payback Jackson, stop stressing, we getting KD, Eddie Suarez is definitely on the D-Lo bandwagon. Louis Lux says Nets fans talking trash. Yeah, they've been talking trash, man. Nets fans love Knicks fan TV, believe it or not, man. We got a lot of Nets fans in here. And salute to everybody watching, man. We got uh, over 400 people watching on on YouTube. Uh, Hit that thumbs up. Please hit that thumbs up. Please share these videos with your fellow Knicks fans. We need more people in here. Like I said, we'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. with Moke Hamilton. Kick off a free agency. So let's let's, uh, kick it off. Tonight's kind of like the, the the preview night, man. News is kind of slowly trickling in. And we got some other Knicks news that we're going to talk about as well. So, um, let's. Uh, we got a lot of phone calls, so let's go get right to it. Bashir from Florida. He wants to talk about tanking next season. Bashir, you want to tank next season?
5: I mean, I want Nick fans to be realistic, man. I mean, you're not going to get D-Lo, an all-star player, on a two-year deal. Yeah. You just, why don't you just let Dennis Smith Jr. develop?
2: That's, that's let, my take.
5: Let's see what R.J. Barrett got. Just let the young guys play. I mean, if, I'm not saying tanking, but just let the young guys play and just sign one-year deals. Yeah. I hear um, there's a one-year deal going for Julius Randle or maybe two-year deal for Julius Randle. Yeah. I mean, he can get you to 35 wins, mm-hmm. but you really don't want to go more than that. I well,
2: mean, I I think here's the thing. You don't want to be
5: Here, a mediocre team.
2: Here's, here's the thing, Bashir. With the fact that you have to spend 90% of the cap there's going to be somebody that they sign to a multi-year deal that you may or may not like. You're not all, all just going to get guys on one or two-year deals. I don't think that's realistic. So you might have to pay Randall three, four years. Or you might have to pay D'Lo three, four years. There's going to be somebody that they get on a multi-year deal that you may or may not like. To me, and I was just um, – Moke Hamilton on Twitter had posed that question. Yep. He was on ESPN Radio Today, this afternoon, and the host, Anita Marks, him and her were going back at it. She was saying, go ahead and tank. And he was saying, no. My thing is, the lottery this year showed us that don't tank. Yeah. Keep it competitive. There were three teams that jumped at least six spots in the lottery. The Pelicans were the, had the seventh worst record in the league and got Zion. It pays to be competitive. We need to field a competitive team. I understand what you're saying. We need to field a competitive team. Fisdale but- needs to get the culture established, get the, 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 the identity established, and we need to start charting ourselves on a course to be competitive. That's how I see it.
5: I think that culture starts with management. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're giving out long-term deals to guys who aren't really going to make us level up to a championship level, I think yeah. that's what the organization's been talking about, being patient, mm-hmm. and they're just not going to give long-term deals to second-tier or third-tier players. Yeah, I think your culture begins within. It's not about what's going on outside or the winning. It's really within how how, how you run your business and yeah, how you do things.
2: Sure.
5: I think Steve Mills – I don't know about Steve Mills, but I'm a big fan of Scott Perry. I'm a big fan so of Scott I, Perry. I just think that we just need to just let develop the young guys.
2: I hear that. I, I hear With that, us? man, and appreciate the call, Bashir. Appreciate it. You know, listen, I'm, I'm all for developing the young guys, but like I said, the, the money still has to be spent. You know, the money still has to be spent, and, and with that much money, you would think we're going to get a couple guys in here, maybe not, you know, the, the top targets, but some guys that could still help us win. Some guys that could still help us win. Um, let, let's see, in other news, some of, some of you guys might, might uh, enjoy this, the Knicks have waived Lance Thomas. So there's there's one free agency domino to fall. If, you, if you're looking for silver linings, Lance is is gone, but they are looking to potentially bring him back. If we did bring him back, I'm looking for a coaching spot. Give him Howard Eisley spot if you want. But you know, I like what well, you know Lance as a as a person, great teammate, whatever you want to say. But he's he's not the guy for us. You know, salute to him. He was a captain. They well respected around the league in the locker room. You know, grind. From Brooklyn, local guy. But, you know, if they bring him back, bring him back as a coach. That, that's about it, man. Bring him back as a coach. So Lance is gone. Now, they're also we're also hearing talks that um, from Shams that the Knicks are interested in bringing Robin Lopez back to back up Mitchell Robinson. What do you guys in the chat think about that? Leave a comment in the chat and uh, let me know about it. You know, Rollo was here. He did his thing when he was here. I thought he was solid for us. We made the mistake of bringing in Noah. At the expense of Rallo, I, I thought that was the dumbest thing ever. You know, doesn't have it anymore, you know, um, certainly coming down. But, you know, as a backup center, well, why not? I think he can be had on a veteran minimum deal, uh, you know, on a, on a backup deal. I think so. Listen, we need we need front court depth. We need front court depth. Everybody's not going to, you know, be a star at the five, at the four. We need guys that can come in and, and uh, you know, spot some minutes for Mitch, because this is going to be Mitch's first year, where his demand is going to be up, his minutes are going to be up, can he stay durable, you know, can he stay durable with a guy at at his build, I don't know, now, there's some other guys that Ian Begley was um, referring to, in terms of uh, free agent targets, let's go Begley, salute to everybody in the chat, I'm going to get back to the phones, too. I'm going to just talk about this so Ian Begley says um we're looking at e- James Ennis Terry Rozier still in the mix George Hill still in the mix all right you know George Hill Wayne Ellington you know Wayne Ellington was here just some three-point shooting you know I, know I know you guys aren't enthused but listen these, these are some targets these are some targets you know these are some targets uh, let's go to, um, next up is Dave from Queens. Wants to get his, his take on free agency. Dave, what's going on, bro?
6: Yo, what's
1: going on? How you doing, man? Chilling, man. How you feeling, bro? Yo, check this out, man. I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm on the board right now reading what's going on. And, 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 and I see all the Knicks fans are discouraged. And look, look, quite frankly, I'm, I'm just happy that the Knicks didn't get, did, they didn't get Kyrie and I'm hoping that they won't get, get KD either. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of the Knicks making the same mistakes that we always made for the last 20 years, and, and I really like the way the, the, that the Knicks are going right now. We're building up the nucleus of the team from mm-hmm. the from the draft going up. Mm-hmm. If you look at the Yankees about five years ago, we had the same issue of just buying free agents or getting new guys from the farm, and now look at us now. We're mm-hmm. actually championship contenders. Mm-hmm. So if I was a GM other Knicks, I would really go after Kawhi first. If we don't get Kawhi, I will buy out. I would buy out a Joe King Noah's contract because this is the last time we could do it. Without that, it us for the next two years on the cap. And then from there, just keep on building the team, and eventually we will get better with all these new guys we have. You know.
2: Well, it, uh, I mean, I like your, your enthusiasm, Dave, but it, it doesn't work like baseball, though. That's the thing. You know, baseball, football is very easy to go from worst to first in a very short period of time based on how you build through the draft and based on the fact that there's very um, limited, very little cap restrictions on how you spend. Football is a bit more. Baseball, there's basically none. You know, you're going to just pay luxury tax, but there's no salary cap. So baseball, you know, if James Dolan was the owner of the Mets, Mets fans would be much happier than they were right now. You know what I mean? Than they are right now. So it's a bit different. In basketball, just because you're building young doesn't mean anything. You know, Phoenix has always been building young. The Bucks are just now getting to, to respectability. They've been building young. Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, uh, you know, Denver Nuggets are just now kind of getting to that respectable stage. Teams are built. Charlotte, look at, look at where, what Kemba's been doing. Kemba's been purg- in purgatory since he got in the league. So you still got to get lucky in your draft, and you still got to acquire the right pieces to, you know, kind of fold, you know, mold that team. It's very hard in basketball, man. It's always been a top-heavy sport. It's always been a top-heavy sport, so, you know, that that's just the, the, the difficult thing. Yes, I want to see RJ. I want to see DSA and all these guys and, you know, next year's pick and so on and so forth, but it still may not mean anything in the grand scheme of things, so we, we just got to be careful with that, but I, I, I appreciate the enthusiasm. All right, next up, let's go to Mark from Queens. He wants to talk about how weird Kyrie Irving is. Mark, what up, man?
7: Yo. What's up, Knicks
2: fans? How you feeling, bro? How you feeling tonight, Mark? Sound off, man. We yo, need to hear from you, I, man.
7: Yo, hold on. Cause I'm gonna, Yo, listen. I'm so sick and tired of these Knicks fans saying don't get KD. What are y'all not understanding what KD can do for us in future terms? Future terms. You already seen you got this weirdo going to play in Brooklyn and trust me, Brooklyn Nets. No one cares about y'all. At <laughs> thank the end of you, day, stop. thank you, bro. Stop. Where are y'all you. going? Just because you at Kyrie, where are y'all going? Where are y'all going? Facts. They ain't going nowhere.
2: Facts. You you T- c- you like, could argue. T- A lot T- of people T- argue, and T- he might mess up the chemistry that they had last year.
7: Bro, part of me, part of me tells me he went to Brooklyn because of what he did to Boston. And mm. then if he came to the Knicks, and if he did anything like that, we will kill him. And in, 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 in the Nets, no one cares about that team. He don't care about that team, so he won't get beat up as much as he would if he signed to the Knicks. Yeah, and it it, it,
2: it was a, it was a low like risk, Kyrie. low pressure move, man. That Kyrie wanted. Yeah,
7: man. it's like a it's like a yeah, it's like a diversion. It's like a mm-hmm. diversion. Mm-hmm. And this 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 talk about oh, if KD signs first to the Knicks, he'll be following. he would be following KD. Idiot! If has both came as a package. Package to the Knicks. We both—it's not gonna—we're not gonna separate you two. We're not like other teams. We—we're we, not gonna do that. We're gonna grab both y'all together. It's not no—oh, this is Curry team. This is KD This is the Knicks. You had to play yeah. for us. It's true. And and, 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 and this people talk about let's go young. Do y'all realize we have Dennis Smith Jr. at point guard? What like what do y'all think he's gonna become?
2: Well, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't, listen, I'm not expecting him to be all, I just want to see. I just want to, if we're going to continue this young path, let me see what we have in him first before I just cast him aside. That's all I'm saying. I'm not expecting crazy improvements. I just want to see.
7: Listen, I want to start winning games, right, to a team where we improve, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What is so wrong to have, what is so wrong to use up 30% 30 of the cap and have it on KD and then wait next year and then still develop the kids. Yeah. Like, what is the difference?
2: What what's your take on what what's your take on D
7: Listen, this is what I was thinking. and this this because the point guard position, right? Because mm. I don't like Dennis, so i don't care less. I would trade him for I would trade him for a second round pick. That's how much I don't like the kid. And I don't <laughs> think he's gonna be where people think he's gonna be. I think what the Knicks should do, right? If mm. they get into the room with K D, if is that K D uh Kawhi thing really, really happened? If they both came to the Knicks together, I would do a sign-and-trade with D-Lo because that's what the Knicks are going to do for him right now. I would do a sign-and-trade with mm. D-Lo mm. and have him as the third guy, as a point guard, because when you look at the point guard field, there's no one better than D-Lo right, out there.
2: Yeah, that's right.
7: I, 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 part, of me, part of me don't think Kevin Durant want to play with Dennis Smith Jr. It's just, these guys are basketball players. They know who is good and who is not good and yeah. who complements their game and d will compliment that game because d is a high playmaker. Dennis Smith is not a playmaker, guys. He's not a playmaker. Mm. He's a, he's a, he's a two-guard masquerading in a one. Would y'all stop it. <laughs> okay. I can't believe people say, Oh, <laughs> Knox is going to be some all-star. No, he's not. He's going to be a bona fide good role player. The only person that I trust that has star potential is RJ back because he's more polished. His game is more yeah, he's
2: ready. He's more ready. He's more ready. I, I hear that, man. Me three. And, and pre- appreciate the call, Mark. I just gotta run through the call, so I'm not gonna be on here long. But I, I hear that. I hear that. Listen, I am not I'm I'm not here to tell you that any of these kids are gonna be future superstars. I just want to see. We haven't brought in uh uh, uh we haven't re signed a draft pick to a second contract since Charlie Ward. We eat our young way too much is the very little patience that we have for our young guys and cultivating a team. Yes, GDSJ struggled last year, but who's to say with an influx of talent that he can't improve his game? How many times did the Knicks miss open jumpers? How many times did the Knicks miss open jumpers? Is that Dennis Smith Jr.'s fault? The talent just wasn't up to par. So we, we need to see... What an influx of talents can do to the overall team And and, and, and everybody else's game Took D'Angelo to his third year To be the guy that now people want Now people want D'Angelo Russell Two years ago Everybody wanted to kick him out the league Everybody wanted to kick him out the league I'm not here to tell you DSJ is going to be the guy I just want to see Give me a chance to see You know what I'm saying? I just want to see. Same thing with Frank. Same thing with Frank. You know, if 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 this year, if I, if I don't see monumental changes from Frank—not monumental, but but improvements, some aggressiveness, some 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 confidence in his game. Yeah, then I'll then I'll it'll lead me to say, you know what, this guy's not it for us right now. I'm already leaning that way. But you know, it takes time, man. It takes even with Frank. He's coming in twenty years old this year. It takes time. You know what I mean? Who else we got in the chat, man? Shout out to everybody in the chat. Appreciate the call, Mark. Appreciate it. Uh, someone said we need JLs. Yeah, this was just a quick live. I know JLs, was, uh, he's out and about. I know last night he was pretty spent. But we'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern, like I said, with Moe Hamilton from The Athletic. The real kickoff. Myself, J. Ellis, Moe Hamilton, taking your phone calls once again. Tonight I kind of just wanted to just um, get some instant reactions. I, I saw... The the vibe on, on Twitter and social media kind of heating up. So I want to get out there and, um, you know, get you guys to, to get your points across. Let's take a look at this. Um, Rich Kleiman, Katie's uh, agent, sat down with Steve Serby in a QA. and a Let's see if there's anything um, interesting in this right now. Katie's mindset. He says he's got a great perspective on life. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Uh, what his What does makeup play in New York? His makeup will play in any city. He says Katie's mentally stronger than anyone could have imagined. He's able to function at a high level. Okay. He'll be thirty two before he gets back on the court. Why shouldn't teams get, Why shouldn't teams be scared of that? Rich Kleiman says I don't think it should be a thought. He'll work harder than anybody to get back. He'll be better than ever. This is what he does. I'll see if there's anything. Interesting in free agency talk. Um, history doesn't tell us he'll be he'll be better than ever. Rich Kleiman's answer is everything he's done to this point. History never had a six foot ten point guard who can do what he did, so I expect nothing but a hundred and ten percent. Okay, not much there. Um, he says, "When you wake up Sunday morning, will Kevin know what he's doing?" He says, "While I'm doing this interview." Kevin is completely undecided in figuring out what he wants to do the rich Kleiman says he's undecided uh let's see says Katie will be there with his family and two of our closest confidants and friends well they did say they did say the Golden State uh GM and Steph Curry are coming to town and to come see him All right, some of these questions are just outright ridiculous, so I'm not even going to read them. Um, Okay, all right, so let's see. Sum up what you would want for KD as far as a city and a team. He says, all I want for Kevin is for Kevin to be able to be in a place where he can continue to master his craft, where he can enjoy going to work, where he can play basketball at a high level, enjoy what he's doing. So many different narratives, so many different storylines that come into play. I understand why everybody gets caught up in it. At the end of the day, I'm focused on on what my job is, and that is only mandate that is Kevin's manager and business partner to make sure that I'm able to help Kevin get to the place where he can achieve all those things. Where does winning fit in? He says, winning is a major part of everything. That's why you do what you do. Winning brings upon a lot of fun happiness as well, very intertwined. Okay. Why do you think there's so much trust between the two of you? What makes Katie so marketable? Um, you've been a Knicks fan most of your life, right? Rich Kleiman says, I've been a Knicks fan. I'm a Knicks fan. I grew up in New York City, but I'm a fan of whatever team KD's on. My number one team in New York City is the Giants and St. John's. Big time Mets fan. I hey, didn't really get much from this. I didn't, uh, didn't really get much from it. I don't, I don't really care about Rich Kleiman's background and stuff, honestly. Alright, that was a waste of time That was a waste of time Alright, let's go back to the phones That, that was a waste of time um, Jay from Carolina is up next wants to talk about Kyrie and Katie. What's up, Jay? Yo, what's going on? How you feeling tonight, man? i chilling, bro Shout yeah. out
1: all Knicks fans Yeah, man Hey, yo I'm gonna be honest with you Mm-hmm. When they said the Knicks and the Clippers Was an opportunity for Kawhi and Durant to play together. Those are the best two teams with the highest option to get both of them. I thought about it. Mm-hmm. I don't believe Kawhi and Leonard would play for the Clippers because I don't have them wanting to play for a Western Conference championship. I think their, their IQ level in their basketball game is the biggest straight championship. The best thing to do is to be on the East. To try to get to the championship, that's an easier role. It's a lot of stacked teams out there. That, that's I've what I would think see. about that. You know, what I'm saying that wouldn't make no sense. What you want to do? Play clear on Christmas Day. That's all. That's that's what they're going to look for because <laughs> that's what they have, L.A. against L.A. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad we ain't getting Kyrie. I want Kyrie to go where where he's going because Kyrie ain't letting never let nobody. But um, Chris Webber. Um, Shaquille O'Neal, Reggie Miller. If you get my if you get my drift, that's a movie. That's the only championship he ever led. Yeah. Um, I still love Brockton as my favorite point guard. Even though I said about Rubio the other night,
8: mm-hmm.
1: I still love giving Brockton about forty five with a with a two year a forty five two year deal with a, a one year team option. I still like Brockton. If y'all remember, he padlocked Kyrie in that
2: series. He shut that down all the way down. He he's a good two way player, play man. And run a team, huh? And he's a good two way player. I like Brockton, man.
1: And the man shoots
2: over forty percent from the trade line.
1: Yeah. So you talking about what six five and six seven in the backcourt? That's a long wingspan with him and on um, him and R J. Mm-hmm. But D'Lo, I got D'Lo just playing this year to get that contract, man. I got him as a fluke for real, for real. His his on all, all his games. Stepped up when Old Boy got hurt. When Old Boy got hurt, they weren't even talking about D lo you talking
2: about Lavert? At all. Lavert.
1: They're talking about the
2: other dude. Huh? When Lavert got hurt. Yeah, that's when
1: his stock really rose up. So I don't really want to mess with D Yeah. But we could just get somebody like Robin, and like I said before, Morris. You know, that's a one, and that's mm-hmm. a four to go along with Mitch, go along with RJ, go along with Kevin Knox, and yeah. keep building our young situation. Six man. Come up, come up the bench with my man from Arizona. Keep building our young youth because we ain't trying to play for three years. we trying to play for five to ten years. Them boys ain't number 21, 19, 19, and 19. Yeah. Them
2: four boys. It's early. It's early them for them. two
1: more years in the league. They young. Yeah. Let them get some experience up under their belt. Get it get get going on. I got them coming up around 21. Year 21, I really look forward to really take off with our young squad, man. Okay, for real, for real. But yo, y'all have a good weekend, man. I just want to drop that little. Ju- oh, one more quick thing. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Kevin, he might. Some of these guys might think about. Kevin might think about going back to go to State because you know they talking about that um the um the um commissioner might bring back the games drop dropping down to sixty five. Mm. If they drop me down to sixty five or seventy games a year, that means some of the networks they gonna want some of that money back. So
2: they better be thinking about that, too. Yeah. Okay. Man, pre- appreciate the so call, sign Jay. Don't so no doubt. Appreciate the call, man. Hey, listen. Jay's right. I mean, listen. If he, stay, if he goes back to Golden State, he's he's got $50 million more. So. And a better team, you know. I don't I, like I said I never see saw the reason to leave that on the table especially when he's trying to get into all these business ventures he himself said it in an interview with Chris Haynes and Yahoo sports he said number one he can't be recruited and he said number two his motivation is to get as much money as he can to stack so not it's not to say that you know thirty five million dollars a year is not enough money but if his goal is to get the best contract that he can get i i you know to me, is staying in Golden State, man, but shout out to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for your boy, if you guys are new to the chat, I see over 700 people in, the, in my YouTube chat, if you guys are new, leave a hashtag new, so I can shout you guys out, welcome you to the show, uh, make sure you guys are sharing these videos, uh, leave a comment in the chat, uh, where are you guys from, for the, throw your cities in the chat as well, I like to see where in, in the world you guys are watching this show from, so I can shout you guys out as well. I see who's Mark going off in the in the chat still. You <laughs> got a lot to say. Mark, listen, man, I would love to talk to you all day, man, but um I can't be on here for too long. So that's why I just want to run through the uh the switchboard. Matt from Queens up next. He thinks Katie is going to New York, similar to LeBron in LA. Matt, what's up, man? Yo, what's going on, boss? How you Bill? How you doing, bro? Uh,
3: so I just wanna talk about how yeah, so when LeBron was going to LA The summer before he had left, like, everybody saying, LeBron to L.A., done Mm -hmm. deal, done deal. Mm -hmm. But then during the season, you know, they were talking about, all right, Cleveland, what are they going to try and do and keep them? They made those trades, try and get help from L.A., like those Nance, Clarkson, all those kids. Mm -hmm. Um, It didn't work, obviously. They were still the trash team they were, but LeBron carried them. And then right before freezing started, they are talking about maybe LeBron will check out Philly, maybe he'll go to Houston. But then in the end, he just chose L.A. like we all thought the whole time. Yeah. And I think we could be seeing a similar thing with KD. How, you know, last summer everybody's talking about Knicks. Even like a few months ago, Knicks is a done deal. Mm-hmm. And now all these other teams are coming into the mix. Like, what can Golden State do to keep them? Um, Brooklyn, LA Clippers. So I think, I think we, Knicks fans, should be pretty confident that we're the favorites right now for him.
2: Well, I, I, I'm i not confident because it's just you just never know with KD, you <laughs> know, and, and he has options. Like, um, Like my guy from from North Carolina said, uh, just now, just before you, he could go back to Golden State. Why is That's not out of the realm of possibility. He could go to Brooklyn because Brooklyn just netted Kyrie. They're ready to go by the time he gets back. That'll be a nice little team. You know, the Clippers, I don't see the appeal. But like I said, Jerry West, you can't put it past him. You know, and they had an outstanding year this year, a scrappy, uh, uh you know, fought hard for Doc, you know. I guess if if that's what you know, if that's what you're into. I think it's between the Knicks and the and the and the Warriors. That's just what my gut is telling me. So we'll see. You know, maybe he wants to change the scenery, switch it up. He already has two rings. Does that you know you know, favor us? We'll see. We'll see, man. Shout out to Jumpman 90 he's new, William Camacho Junior. Shout out to you. Uh Sulayman Sarwar, shout out to you, man. Shout out, Hashtag New We got 710 people watching on YouTube worldwide Lee Malik, what's going on Lee? Tony Twist from the Boogie Down, what's going on? We got Los Angeles in here Puerto Rico, William Camacho from Puerto Rico We got Hoodie Colton watching from Maine Stanford, Connecticut, Matthew, what's going on? Pittsburgh, Agent Super Argo, what up man? Wayne calling from Jersey Nick's Junkie, Albuquerque, New Mexico by way of Brooklyn Shout out to KCB160, he's new we got Long Island in the buildings. What's going on, Brandon McNeely? APL two nine eight hashtag new. What's going on, man? Watch Heights in the building. Jr. What's going on, Jr. We got Brick City. Rand's always in here. Shout out, Rand. Malik Yates hashtag new. Salute to Malik. Yeah, we always got Puerto Rico in here, man. That's that's nice. It's nice to see. We uh we got my man Alex Collins from Ireland. He's not on right now, but he checks in from time and again. We got Australia's always heavy in here. Um yeah, man. So a salute to you guys for for checking in. Matthew Willer was in here early this morning. Early early this morning. Shout out to Matthew T Money says he's new from from Syracuse. What's going on? Shout out to my mods as well, Knicks Fan TV, Dave, T M, appreciate it. All right, back to the phones. We got a couple more in the queue. Um, Joe from Jersey, he thinks uh the Knicks will get Katie and, and <laughs> wants a pan with Kawhi. How you doing, bro? Oh,
7: hi, what's up? How you feeling, man? Um I'm good. I'm feeling really good. About free agency, I'm feeling good. I like the Knicks chances.
2: Okay. Hello, you hear me? Yeah, well, I do clear, man. Uh, I was just waiting for you to make your point. Uh yeah, I
7: feel real good about the uh the Knicks chances this week. I feel like Durant's gonna make his decision on during this week, not tomorrow. I feel like he's taking his time. He's gonna be independent about the decision. He's not gonna follow anybody. I feel like I feel like the Knicks like are the favorite as of right now. I in my personal opinion.
2: Okay, that's all. I feel like. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for the call, Joe. Hey, listen, man. I, I gotta like Joe's optimism. I think. Listen, the fact that we're getting a meeting is a good thing. The fact that we're getting a meeting with Kawhi Leonard is a good thing. Do I expect Kawhi? No, because I think the Raptors have a lot more to offer. The Lakers, his hometown team have a lot more to offer. I just don't see the Clippers thing being that real. I don't see why he would go to that team, try to put that team on his back when he already can go right to the finals with Toronto or right to the finals with the Lakers, you know. But like I said, we don't we don't know anything about Kawhi Leonard and what he wants to do, so anything is possible. Like I said, we just want the meeting. We just want the meeting. That's all we want, man. Shout out to Eric Bellamy, H-Town. Shout out to H-Town, man. That's my home away from home. Got a lot of family and friends out in H-Town. So shout out to uh, shout out to the H for sure. Okay, a couple more calls. Appreciate it, Joe. Jet from Massachusetts is up next. He says he's a Celtics fan, but he likes how Terry Rozier could fit with the Knicks. Jet, what's going on, man?
9: Yo, what's going on, man? I, lo- I love the show. Thanks, bro. Thanks for
2: watching today. Okay, no doubt,
9: man. Well, welcome to the channel. I think, man. so. So I've been watching Terry Rozier since we drafted him,
8: mm-hmm.
9: and I just think in the last few years, is the last thing he needed was just like a starting role, and I think the Knicks would be perfect for that. What
2: do you th- What do you think about uh, What do you think fits? about his play this season? A lot of people say you know we're kind of down on his on his play this season. What, what did you think, see like, as a Celtics I fan? I
9: watched like most of the games. I watched most of the games, like, this year. I think, I honestly think it was a chemistry issue, like, between the whole team,
8: mm-hmm.
9: and I think Kyrie Irving has a lot to do with that.
8: Mm-hmm.
9: So I think, if we look back at the playoffs before last year, and just how well he played in those playoffs, mm-hmm. like, that could be a night-in, night-out basis. And I just, I think you can sign him on a two, three-year deal,
8: mm-hmm.
9: and you could. Like you don't have to be super committed to him long term. Give him the money he wants now, since the Knicks have a ton of cap space. And say like the Durant thing doesn't work out, it's a good option. You know, like he's a good starting point. He's a good starting point guard, I think, in this league. Okay, especially for a young, hungry team like the Knicks.
2: And now, real quick, how you feel about um, the Kyrie and Kemba situation? How you feeling about that? I think
9: Kyrie's gone. Like as good. As, I don't think. I don't know how true the Al Horford thing is, though
2: well, they, they, they claim he wants to sign a, a multi-year deal somewhere else. But, th- I mean, they're saying that Kemba's pretty much done to Boston and Kyrie's pretty much done to the Nets. So, I mean, how do you feel about that as, as a Celtics yeah. fan?
9: I think uh, good riddance with Kyrie, dude. Like, all the stories you hear about him, like, most of that stuff's got to have some truth to it, you know? Yeah. Like, he just seems kind of like a cancer. Mm. Like, it didn't work out in Cleveland. Like, he wasn't a big fan of his teammates there, and they still won. And, like the team was on him and he completely he completely blew it. They were better without him the year before. Okay. So right. I think the Nets I think if the Nets it's the same thing because it could happen again, you know? Yeah.
2: Well, that that's if he their with the that's Nets their problem. Wherever he signs, that, that's their problem, man. appreciate yeah. the call, Jet. Appreciate the call. Hey, listen. I like when 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 fans of other teams come in and and uh and call in the show, show some respect to the show. So shout out to Jet. Definitely appreciate that love. I'm not that high on Terry Rozier. I think I don't think this team is built to to really um you know get his strengths to, to really get his strengths out there. I think if if you were talking about bringing a healthy KD in and somebody else and then maybe you can get Terry Rozier on a on a uh mid you know mid-level exception or a room exception or something like that as a as a you know defensive stopper off the bench. Then okay, yeah, but now if you're gonna bring him in into this point guard carousel that you have here with Dennis Smith Jr. with Frank, you know, and you're gonna invest money into him. I, I don't, I don't think that's a good fit. I don't think that's a good fit. I, I don't see it. I'd rather just go with what we have. If that's the case, I don't know. You know, we talk, we you know, our guys in the chat, we we talk about it for the past couple of days about Terry Rozier, but I would just rather just go with what we have, you know. He, he did show some signs. He he's, he did show some signs um, and, and a couple sparks, but I'm not, I don't know if he's a, is he, is he a starter? Is he a backup? I'm not sure. All right, Um. right. Let's go to a couple more calls and then, and then I'm going to get out of here. Let's go to Ray from New York. He wants to talk about the, uh, the Katie and Kawhi pairing. Ray, what's going on, bro? Hey J Ellis, what's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, CP, to man. Ray, you gotta call back, bro. You gotta call back, man. You gotta call back. You gotta know who you're talking to, man. You know, listen, man, listen. It's, it's, no offense. it's no offense, but listen, if if I'm taking the time out to know who's calling and to show you that respect, you gotta do the same, man. You gotta do the same, man. So we got to go to the next call. We got to skip Ray. Sorry, Ray. You got to get skipped, man. Let's go to Ron from Virginia. He wants to talk about uh, free agency and the identity. Ron, what's going on, man?
1: Hey, what's up, bro, man? I just want to say thank you, man, for your hard work, man. You're doing a great job. Thanks. Thank thank
2: you, Ron. Thank you, bro.
1: Hey, so this is the deal. So uh, and I know this sounds unpopular and everything, but this is my take on the Knicks. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a Knicks fan. I love the Knicks, but we have no identity, when you know, when you have an identity, you know what type of players fit that identity. Yeah. Let's say if you're a three point shooting team, then you find three point shooters. You find defensive players, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we have no identity, so we're just picking random players and random picks or whatever of a hodgepodge of players that don't go together. If I was a Mexican restaurant, I mean no offense to nobody, I would have uh, Mexican employees, uh, Mexican decor. Uh, Mexican identity, uh, food, it all goes together. With yeah. the Knicks, there's no identity and nothing goes together. Yeah. Are we a defensive team? Are we a three-point team? Are we a running team? I know they say that we're young and athletic.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: We're young, we're not athletic, and we're not defensive. So... It starts with identity. What, what is our identity? I can't figure it out to save my yeah. life.
2: Well, it's a work in progress. The it's other a work thing in is, progress, Ron. I, I, I agree with you, and I'm going to be keen to seeing what David Fisdale and his staff do in year two to kind of get us there. Well, it's a work in progress. Okay. Yeah. But
1: uh, the other thing is, is why do, why do we always need to go for the big fish why can't we get a serviceable point guard? Let's, I'm just using Terry Rozier as an example. Uh, did R.J. Barrett, then Kevin Dock, did, let's say, uh, uh, Randall or whatever, or Tobias Harris or somebody yeah. like that, and then Willie Colley-Stein as the five. A good serviceable team where we got a mix of veterans and we yeah. could allow young players to grow. Why do we always got to go for the big fish?
2: Because that's what you're in the business for. And, and appreciate the call, Ron. Appreciate the call. Salute to VA, man. I, I had some stomping ground to VA. Listen, you're in the business to win. When you have the money to spend it and you have these caliber players available, you got to go for it. Everybody should be clamoring to get meetings with these guys no matter what stage your team is in. This is a superstar league. Superstars win championships for the most part. All right, not every team is going to be Detroit Pistons, right? You know, a solid defensive team, one through five, that played together and had that great chemistry. I like that team. Shout out Rasheed Wiles. But you're in it to get the top dogs. You're in it to get the top dogs. You can still get, you know, you mentioned Willie Cauley-Stein, all these guys. They're still going to end up with those caliber players because they have to spend that money. You know what I mean? But you're in it to win it in anything. You're in it. So, so So you want the big dogs, man. You, you want the big dogs, you know, then when you can't get them, yeah, you have to continue building organically and not, uh, you know, um, mismanaging your assets, which the Knicks have done for the past 20 years. That's why we're here, because we've been tying ourselves in knots for years. And when you do that, it takes years to recover. But then when you do it again, you set yourself back again. So it ta- it takes time. But thanks for the call, Ron. Thanks for the call. Alright, let's go back to Ray, man. Ray, you you're back on, bro. But like I'm saying, Ray, man, you, hey, got, you up, gotta man, man? you gotta know who you're talking to, man. <laughs> All right, now you said yeah, yeah, right, now now you clip. Now you clip, man. Now you clip. Now now you clip. All right, let's go to um Steve from the Bronx. He wants to talk about um who the Knicks are talking to free agency. Steve, what's up, bro?
1: Come on, man. They got to put some respect on your they name, They got to put some
2: respect on the names. Yeah. You got to put some respect
1: on been killing it the last years. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, We got to respect <laughs> it. We got to respect it, man. I, I come at you all with man. respect.
1: Yo, I yo, try yo, to understand who's calling every time. We need an identity, man. What more of identity do you want than signing Kawhi and KD? You don't need yeah. no identity after that, man. You know, but CP, I, I want to talk real quick. I don't want to hear... About Rozier, man. No. I don't want to hear this Rozier nonsense. No. We got Dennis Smith Jr. We got, you know, I I rather give Frank a shot than have Rozier coming here. For Rozier that, was just complaining saying. about being a backup to uh, to to Kyrie. How yeah. do you think he's gonna feel about being a backup to to Dennis Smith Jr. Man? Thanks.
2: Yeah, I'm you not. Know? I'm so not with
1: that. I, I gotta admit, man. I'm panicking, man. I'm ready to jump off the ledge, bro. <laughs> nah, that, nah, don't to do, jump
2: do that off yet.
1: The ledge. If 3-D... If K D and Kawhi wait till Wednesday or Thursday to make a decision, most of these second tier guys are gonna be off the boards and we really might end up getting shut out and end up with nobody, man. man. I don't I don't don't, want to hear about Jay
2: I disagree with you know, that because I think... I don't want to hear
1: about Ennis. Yeah. I don't want to hear about Ellington. I don't want to hear about none of them cats, man. Mm. we 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 better off going young if we ain't going to get none of these big dogs, man. And, I, and real quick before, you, yeah. before I go, I want to know how you feel about Julius Randle, man. 23 years yeah. old. You know, we need a power forward. I know you, you you're not crazy about him, but... If we going to miss out on a big fish, let's get a four Yeah. and let's see what we could do for the next 2-3 years, man. Thanks for taking my call, brother. Appreciate it,
2: Steve. Appreciate it. I'm all for Julius Randle. I'm all for Julius Randle. We need we have a big hole at the four. We need to address that. Um he's coming off of a great year, 52% shooting from the field. Um, versatile, you know, on the offensive end. Obviously his defense needs a bit of work. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm all for Julius Randle, man. We need something. We're going to need somebody. So, listen, we, you can't expect a perfect player at every position. You know, guys are going to come in with, with holes. Guys are going to come in with deficiencies. And you're just going to have to accept it. But Julius Randle is a guy, I would take him. I would I would definitely take Julius Randle. What do you guys think in the chat about, about Julius Randle? Um, let me know. Let me know what you guys think in the chat. Steve said he's ready to jump Steve don't jump man we, we, we need you here man We need you here to talk I had to bang the phone on Ron man Let Ron you are a casualty man Listen You know whether you're joking or not You know I invest a lot of time A lot of resources A lot of money To make this channel run to, to grow this channel Part of that is knowing exactly Who's calling And what you guys want to talk about I think it brings a level of professionalism To the show So I expect the same You know what I mean I expect the same Yeah we joke when it's due but I, I expect that same that same protocol, man. That's just what it is, you know. So, call call back again. Yeah, that was Ray. Ray. Matter of fact, not Ron. Not Ron. Ron had a good call. It was Ray, you know. So listen, that that's just what it is. It's nothing personal, but that's just what it is, man. All right, let's go to Derek from the Bronx. He wants to talk about Katie's mentality going into uh, free agency and his Rucker Park uh, performance. What's going on, man? Hey, how you doing? How you doing, man? Good. Hello. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you, bro. Let him clear. Hello. I can hear Uh, you, bro. Mm
1: Yeah, I just want to talk about you know KD's mentality. Uh, One thing that I noticed um, going into free agency is um, a lot of talk about KD's legacy or the legacy that he's trying to he's trying to create um, in conjunction to LeBron's legacy. Mm -hmm. Uh, One thing that I've noticed um, throughout KD's. career when listening to the ma- major media outlets is that KD's always second strength to LeBron. And no matter what at what point of um, at what point of their career they go, um they're always saying that LeBron is one A and K D is one, uh, one B. one mm-hmm. And despite everything that these accomplished cops would go to state, I still feel like the sentiment is still the same. And I feel like in my in my opinion, going to going to New York, like I, I don't care what what anybody says outside of New York says Winning in New York, you get to build your brand in so many different ways. Like New York is still a major, a major player, um, a major player in the United States. You know, there's so many business ventures that you could get get into. There's so many things that you could do, yeah. and just bringing a chip to New York. Uh, remember when the when the Giants won uh, won the Super Bowl? How the city, how the city um, was was in total jubilation. Just imagine, um, imagine. The I feel like that's that's going to be elevated ten times even more. So yeah, I feel like coming over here bringing a bringing the chip, bring chip to, um, to to New York, we put him at at equal pedestal with, um, with LeBron. Um, Andy would have the same amount of chips too. So the yeah. numbers he would have the numbers game and the legacy game out his back. And just um, just just yesterday, I was by um, 155th um, on the uh, by, by the heights and um, by the heights and. Um, in, in Manhattan, mm-hmm. and I was walking by the um, Rucker Park. I was not even, I not didn't, even, I didn't even realize that, but I, um, I immediately taught, um um talked back to the game where he got sixty six at the Rucker Park. Yeah, and I, I'm a, I'm, a, and I'm a big numbers person. I'm a position person. So seven 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 is my is my you know my go to lucky number. Okay. So just walking by the by the park, I was just curious, I curiously I opened up my YouTube app. And I and I typed in KD at the Rucker Park, and I I promise you not, you can, you can look it up yourself. The first video it did, um was um, the first video there was seven seven seven. So okay. I, I use that as a as a good as a good sign and a good omen for KD coming to New York. That's all I wanted to talk about. Appreciate Thank, you. Thanks, thanks
2: for the call, Derek. Thanks for the call, man. Yeah, you know, listen, the, the number seven is is very uh, is very symbolic. In that regard, I definitely hear you. And listen, I I hear your points on on winning in New York is is unlike winning anywhere else. But it's it's time for it's time for somebody to come and and experience it. I'm tired of talking about it because you know <laughs> we haven't had a guy in a long time. Carmelo, I guess, wanted it. Jay, it just wasn't it just wasn't uh, the right fit. Carmelo wanted it, you know. So we'll we'll see man. All right, back to the phone's A couple more calls and then I'm going to get out of here. Remember, tomorrow night um 6 p.m. kickoff of free agency. Moke Hamilton will join us from The Athletic and ESPN. JLS will be back. We're going to kick it off. We're going to break more news if anything happens. Moke will share with us what he knows, if anything. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take some more calls. So we're going to take a couple more tonight, and then we're going to get out of here. Let me acknowledge the Super Chats that came in. Um, Savage Reese says, PCP. Thank you, Savage Reese, for the Super Chat. Uh, Robert Paris, thank you. He says, Kyrie didn't move the needle in Boston. I think he needed a little bit more help. You know, I think he needed a little bit more help. I think one of the things that happened to Kyrie in in Boston was that uh, you know, Tatum took a little bit of, of a step back. Uh Hayward definitely took a, well, not a step back, but he didn't really bounce back the way they they had looked to to uh to him, you know, when he came off of that that gruesome uh foot injury. So think that a couple things just didn't break right in Boston, but I hear that. Good luck to him in Brooklyn. That That's their problem now. Um, above the rim, appreciate it. That's one of my mods. He says, winning in a chip in Toronto did not ring bells. Winning run in New York is all Katie and Kawhi need. Don't feed into the BS. Clip on like Stephen A. <laughs> yeah, Stephen A's having, having a rough, rough go this week, man. He's been all over the place. Uh, Michael Parker, my guy, Michael Parker, number one fan of the show. He says, the only point guard I would make a serious run at is Brogdon, which would probably mean that DSA could be a casualty. I like the idea of Brogdon and Frank playing together. Yeah, that would be nice. Nice defensive tandem. We haven't had a, a strong defense on the perimeter in, God, I mean, who's the who's the last best defender that we had on the perimeter that actually had longevity on this team? Um, man, I really don't know. I'm talking about like longevity, not like, you know, flash in the pan defense like Frank or Shepard or somebody, you know, like, you know, Derek Harper, Charlie Ward. We're, we're a long time from them days, man. Long time from them days, man. All right, let's see, man. Uh, Daryl Nelson, another super chat. Thank you. He Says, uh, doing a good job keeping us informed. Thanks a lot, Daryl. I appreciate the uh, the accolades there. All right, two more calls and then I'm I'm going to go. Sammy from Upstate, what's good, Sammy? He wants to talk about the Katie and Kawhi pairing. Sammy, how you feeling, bro?
6: How's it going? Good to talk to you again. Yeah, man, I'm how, um, how you, how you feeling? it as always. Listen, I actually have two things I quickly want to talk about. Quickly on mm-hmm. the Brogdon, I mean, I think a lot of us are on the same page there. He's the only point guard left on the board. Yeah, worth it. And, man, a bit of a combo, I mean, a bit of a combo, you, but you know, I'd certainly,
2: I'd certainly take yeah, him for
6: sure. That that cannot be stressed enough. The two way side of his game. Mm-hmm. You know, he with a young team could really come in and be the settling factor, you know, out there,
8: mm-hmm. and
6: and maybe really be important. And you know, if not, if you can't get him at a price that's worth, you know, and mind you, they can match. Yeah. You're gonna have to overpay. Yeah.
2: You're gonna have to overpay to make for them him. not match. Yep.
6: So I mean, if you can't get him, none of these other guys interest me. Well, I don't listen. I mean. New York, all the New York teams are famous for taking a guy who had one great playoff run and thinking sure. he's going to be the savior of the city. Jerome and James. And we don't need to do that, Rosier. Um, Yeah, you know, quickly about uh, Katie KD and KL's teaming up.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: The other colleges before me kind of went and stole the little of my thunder. I've been, I thought that the whole thing, the whole thing we've been hearing for the whole year leading up to this, it was not about money for Katie. It was about legacy. Mm -hmm. It was about setting a legacy. It was about undoing the snake oil that he did going to a team that took him out of the playoffs and was an all-star team. It's about building your own legacy. So this is the way I look at it. And it makes sense that it would come down to the Clippers and the Knicks because you have a legacy in New York where you come into a city that is starving for – I mean, we have some – great players across the board in all sports. Mm-hmm. But there is no number one athlete right now in New York. I mean, Judge is probably the closest thing Judge. we have to it. And yeah. he just doesn't Saquon, how like about Saquon? We got
2: Saquon, man. Saquon's doing his thing. <laughs> you must be a Jets t- <laughs> fan. You're probably Saquon, a Jets fan. No, I'm a
6: massive Giants fan. Okay, good. good I yeah. love Saquon, but I don't. He's so low, he's so laid back in mild yeah. manner.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: You know, I got mad respect. I'm just saying that there, there's a place for an athlete to come in here and blow up New York. So I see from that aspect of the legacy and what he could do here being, in my mind, that would be where I would want to go if I was him. But then look at it from this point, right? I, I've never really thought of it as he's trying to overdo King James's legacy. Mm. I've always thought he was just trying to build his own. But if it is really about him versus James, then hell yeah, going to the Clippers makes the most sense. You go in and you take over the house that, albeit Kobe and all these other greats built, Staples Center, and the King plays in. And if you own that building at the end of the season, that's huge, huge for Katie. Yeah, so that could make it a really big selling point for those two. I mean, to get them both would be insane. I just don't know if that happens. You confused me yeah. a little because I really—I've you know, been listening to you every night, mm-hmm. and I really thought that you were kind of not on the Julius Randall bandwagon.
2: No, 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 so, I, no. He—he he was, no, yeah, yeah, he, he was in our top ten. Um, I, no, yeah, He—he was in our top ten. No, what we were saying, what I said the first night was defensively. Yeah, he leaves a lot to be desired. And I made fun of the fact that him and Canner were kind of going back and forth about, you know, he he took umbrage with what Cannon said about it It is pretty his, funny, Zion. my dude. You know, you see, you put that
6: stat on the window, his stat line, mm-hmm. you know? hmm and the forty-five point his best his best game was against was, it was against Cannon. People. It's it kind of like Cannon, you got to throw that game
2: out, yeah. you know that don't count. <laughs> a- absolutely, man, and, and appreciate but, um, the call as usual, Sammy. Sorry, I just got to run, man. Appreciate the call. Um, but on the on the Randall topic, listen, we need a four badly. The things we we need mostly is a power forward, front court depth, three point shooting. Um, um, you know, Michael Jordan reincarnated, you know, (laughs) we need everything, bring back Dave the busher, you know, no, but in real talk though, we need a four, we need front court depth. Um, I, I think we could use a veteran point guard backup if we're we're not going to, you know, the two main targets are gone. That was the whole point of this video. Kawhi's gone. I mean, Kemba's gone. Kyrie's gone. So to me now I'm looking at some veteran point guards, They said Brogdon is probably getting an offer sheet from the Bulls. The Suns are going to be after him. You know, there's a a big market for point guards this year. Uh, The Bulls might even go after Pat Beverly, they're saying. So I'm looking at Rubio. I'm looking at Rondo. I'm looking at, um, who was was another guy we were speaking of? You know, George Hill, I guess. You know, those three guys from a veteran point guard standpoint. I, I would definitely take a look at that. So, um, appreciate the call though, Sammy. Definitely appreciate it. Um, shout out to everyone in the chat once again. Um, I am going to sign off for tonight. And, uh, come back tomorrow. Just had to get my, my outro music going. You know what I'm saying? But, um, salute to everybody that came through, man. This was just an impromptu live stream. Just had to talk about and recap what happened today. So you had talks that Kawhi and Katie are talking about playing together you know take it for what you will but at the very least we're getting meetings with the two of them that's encouraging the meetings with the Knicks maybe takes place tomorrow we don't know we'll have Moke Hamilton from the Athletic ESPN coming on tomorrow night 6 p.m. kicking off I see 800 people in the YouTube chat hit that thumbs up for your boy please support this show that's how you support it Share it on social media, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you do your social media stuff. Hit that thumbs up and subscribe and hit the notification bell so you don't miss tomorrow's show and future shows. Merchandise, Knicks Fan TV merch is in the video description. Hit that link below. If you want to join the Discord group and the Twitter DM group, share this video on Twitter with the hashtag PostGameNYK. And this show will also be available in audio format. Spotify, iTunes, you see it right there Google Play, Stitcher as well So uh, once again Kyrie Irving Going to Brooklyn, Kemba Walker Going to the Celtics Switching places and uh, Lance Thomas getting waived by the Knicks We'll see if he comes back Once again man, thanks for everybody For coming through, thanks for everybody for calling Carlos Martinez, I see you Gary Singh, what's going on, Turntable Gunman, Shells, thanks a lot Shells Ricky King, thanks a lot uh tm dave above the rim all my mods in here ss television thanks again and uh yeah man see you guys tomorrow make sure you hit that thumbs up on the way out enjoy the rest of your saturday enjoy the rest of your weekend peace
10: whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance